Today's show is brought to you by Bogart Extractors, an industry leader in hydrocarbon extraction. Over the last decade, Bogart has implemented many new technologies, which have helped to revolutionize the way hydrocarbon extractions are performed. Each unit is made with sanitary stainless steel and is built and tested right here in the USA. Their certified system for use in licensed facility meet all NFPA and ASME standards and undergo peer-reviewed by third-party engineers to ensure facilities and its employees can operate safely. Beyond simply making a functional extractor, Bogart has many additional features which make extraction faster and more cost-effective compared to other manufacturers. These features include hydrocarbon failing films to supercharge evaporation rates, heavy-duty explosion-proof pumps for flammable liquids and vapors, industrial chillers capable of maintaining large tanks of solvent at temperatures below 60 Celsius. They also offer extensive tech support and consultation services. So whether you need to set up an extraction lab from scratch or you just need some replacement gaskets, Give them a call at 855-553-3887 or check out their website at www.bogart.com. Welcome to The Hemp Show, the show that gives you access to the world of wholesale hemp, from raw materials to finished goods and everything in between. I'm your host, Mark Ristelli. Hello and welcome to the May 4th Hemp Show powered by Cantrade. My name is Mark Rostelli. I'm the CEO of Cantrade and the host of The Hemp Show. Last up on The Hemp Show is Stephanie Harris, the general manager and a partner at Sugar Bottom Hemp. Stephanie is a seasoned entrepreneur and brand builder. She's responsible for all aspects of operations from farming to sales and marketing. She oversees everything to ensure Sugar Bottom Hemp is running smoothly. Stephanie pivoted into the hemp industry after 25 years in wine and spirits, where she created it and launched Maven Cocktails in 2014. It was a brand ahead of its time that mixed super premium wine with vodka and sold it in a sophisticated single serving bottle. Stephanie created a stir with her launch of Maven, appearing on broadcast outlets such as MSNBC and Fox Business to discuss her disruptive brand. Thank you very much for joining us today, Stephanie, and welcome to The Hemp Show. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Mark. This is great. Thank you. Excellent. So it looks a little cloudy out there. And, and as we, I know, I know because our previous conversation, <laughs> and I mentioned you were out at the farm, um, yes. which you have. And so I guess to kick things off, can you tell us about how you got into the hemp space and ultimately how that led you into growing and where you're at mm-hmm. right now? Yeah, absolutely. We, um, so as you mentioned, and, and thank you for the intro and, and the time um, to talk with you and, and everyone else about Sugar Bottom Hemp. Um, I uh, kind of circuitous route uh, to get to hemp. Uh, I was in the wine business and uh, started my brand Maven. And sadly, as that was launching, my wife was diagnosed with early onset uh, dementia. And uh, I couldn't, as I needed to pivot uh, and make some changes with my cocktail, I couldn't raise that next round of funding just because I was spread very thin and my wife declined very quickly. And so I needed to take care of her. And in that care, I uh, came across uh, CBD as a vehicle for me to deal with my uh, stress. And fascinatingly enough, it really helped her and she just became so much more animated and, you know, just uh, wanting to communicate so much more freely. 
And so it was truly um, great for her. It was great for me. And so when it's time to get back to work, I had um, an opportunity to work with someone in the cannabis space in California and assist them in uh, the operations and uh, getting their license uh, approved and just the setup A to Z, track and trace, you name it. Um, I had a hand in, in helping them uh, craft their business, uh, delivery business. And through that process, I realized I wasn't going to move to California, but I'd really like to be involved in CBD hemp business uh, because I was having uh, tremendous benefit from it. So um, I uh, had created a, an e-commerce site and uh, in the subscription model, uh, but realized I needed a little bit bigger engine behind me. And uh, about the same time, I heard that a neighboring farm to my parents in my hometown uh, were growing hemp. And uh, I kept coming down to see what they were doing and uh, got involved uh, out in the field and, you know, all aspects of what they were um, going through. And um, towards the end of the growing year, uh, after harvest or during harvest, I met the owner of the farm, Fred Hagen. And uh, he liked what I had done uh, on the brand building uh, previous to this point. And they really had no vehicle to monetize the business. And so he brought me in uh, to monetize the business, create the products, uh, do all the um, brand development. And so, you know, I took what they had in the field and I created everything we have today. Um, So that was in 2019. Um, we grew again 20 acres of hemp outside last year, and at that, I had a hand in every aspect uh, from, uh, you know, running the tractors. Uh, we have clay soil here, and in this field, we it's about four acres, but we had to break up the Fragipan and, and really create a root zone, and so we, we were crazy. We drug, uh, dug a trench. Um, in each of our rows and then uh, tilled and did plastic on top of that and planted uh, from there. And so, you know, it was a tremendous amount of work and time. Um, You know, this is a four acre field field here Um, below it on uh, the far side. uh, We had another four acres and then uh, down um, over there, we had another four acres and then across the street, we had another, um, uh, probably three acres that we farmed. And so uh, we had to put up the deer fence. I mean, you name it, uh, start to finish. It all happened in 14-hour uh, days last last spring. So it was really um, quite a lot of work and just uh, awesome. You know, a truly awesome experience because we grew quite a lot. And, you know, everybody everybody has little hiccups along the way. And, and we, we learned from those hiccups. And, and it was amazing. Deer, you know, we had a tremendous challenge with the deer they loved our cbg they could have right. cared less with our cbd <laughs> so, I mean, I'm, I'm just laughing because i don't know if you were on two segments ago but i or when i was just talking to joe about the deer yes. took out my first harvest or my first crop plant i think i had like 10 plants when i was 13 and they took yes that, that's why i mentioned it because we you know we had these young gals working for us and i'm like why aren't they growing out there you know they got they're looking awfully short and you know they just wouldn't want to they didn't want to tell me because it was so bad and then we got the uh fixed the fencing we worked with the um 
game commissioner, we cleared out the deer and resurrected that crop, which was <laughs> the, way, the way you say you worked with the game commissioner and cleared out the yes. deer. That leaves a lot of uh, that, that makes my mind wonder how those deer got cleared out. We uh, we have a very active team of hunters here on staff, and that's what we needed. They needed to be employees. We had to oh, you know man. navigate the system, and then we got the fence back up and. Yeah, they got, um, in the course of three weeks, we got like 18 deer. It was pretty oh, amazing. Nice. So you, guys were, <laughs> you guys were eating good back then. Yes. And yeah. I have to tell you that, yeah, the back straps, the loin, holy smokes, it was so delicious. So. Oh, my goodness. So we need to, to send PA, some more deer in there. So we need to get some more deer in there so you can send me some <laughs> awesome back straps pretty no, soon. No, here. no more deer. <laughs> um, so, so I've got some questions about the past that you some stuff you were talking about but real quick i have a question um so what's going in this year because i know we're looking at the farm um yeah so that's where you know it's fun to have a not so windy day so hopefully it's um it's quite good but in these top rows and i don't know oh yeah there you can see it mm -hmm. so we uh through the course of the winter um do heavy mulch application um and these first rows we get uh, chicken manure, organic chicken manure, um, multiple truckloads from an organic chicken farm that's local, plus uh, local horse manure that is really broken down and dark and rich. And so these first two, first three rows, you know, I wanted to test out them just doing the tilling and the plastic on top of that. You know, a few weeds here and there, but we do the clover because it doesn't grow so high. Uh, so you don't really have to mow. It's nutrient rich. And then in the rows behind it, we did um, same mulch application, you know, the composting mm -hmm. with full tilling and in that, um, not tilling, disking. So we just disked it all in and got it nice and flat. And then we did another super uh, planting of clover. So that's in the rows where we'll plant. And so the clover will act as um, food as well uh, when I go in and, you know, get the tiller and then do the plastic on top of that. Very cool. So when, when do you plan on putting plants in the ground this year? Uh, the last week in May. So, okay. um, you know, we're not weeks. that far away. It, it'll take about two days to do this work in this field. And we're only doing this field this year because we've grown so much. I mean, we have more oil than we, than we need for several years. So we're not going to do as much as we did in previous years just because, you know, we have a ton of oil. And we also want to really perfect it and make sure that, you know, not making uh, same mistakes we've made. Um, previous years you know what we got in a little bit late last year we we had some plantings in the last uh week of july just oh, wow. because we you know had some challenges with our seedlings so i'm really perfecting the whole process um so that it's it's all locked up sure so so the first years you you went you went a little big and then ultimately had some challenges yes, I went mean, you too big yeah i mean as long as you can focus in on on a smaller area, make that area grow better and make Correct. the process a little smoother, you'll end up with just as much product. Plus, yeah, and we, yeah, we had an exuberant uh, group of guys that just were like, oh, we got to plan every space. And I was like, oh, let's see how that goes. <laughs> right, right. Well, plus the, yeah. uh, you know, you mentioned you still have oil on hand. I mean, ultimately right. that oil, uh, it can be stored for long periods of time as long as it's Correct. stored correctly. So Correct. that is excellent. Now I want to, I want to yeah. go back. I want to go back to something you mentioned. Um, I have a mm -hmm. question here. So you mentioned that you started looking into, into CBD slash cannabis um, with your, with your wife's diagnosis. 
and ultimately mm-hmm. for issues that you face, but it also helped to treat, treat her as well. Now, yes. now prior to that, what was your experience with cannabinoids, hemp, cannabis in general? Um, or was it something more that was it something more that due to the, um, the nature of, you know, these ailments and, and looking for some medical remedies that you started to seek it out? Right. Can, you, can you talk a bit on that? Yeah, I really, um, yeah, and, and I think that's a great question. I think that that's really the journey that most consumers have is my journey in that, you know, I really don't have aches and pains. I don't have arthritis. I don't have, I don't have ish, like other issues. Um, thankfully, you know, didn't really have any um, depression issues. So I never really needed, I, need, I didn't really need any help, if you will, until I needed help. And when I needed help, I didn't even know kind of where to go. And it was truly a, uh, an endorsement of a friend on Facebook who was using CBD for postpartum depression. And had she not put it up there, I probably never would have, never would have gotten into it. You know, it was wow. just this very random post where she had gone probably eight or nine months uh, post uh, delivery and waited until she had enough empirical data to say, this really changed my outcome on postpartum depression. You know, I really believe in these products. And if you have any of these challenges, I recommend you check them out. And so I did. And I was so amazed at, at how well it helped me. You know, I take it, I don't really have sleep issues. I would take it first thing in the morning and, and that was it for me. You know, I'm, I'm not necessarily a big cannabis user. I use it, you know, socially with friends, but I don't necessarily use it on a daily basis. And so this has been a whole world of discovery for me. And, um, you know, I think very different than, than a bunch of people that are in the industry, but I think very typical for the average consumer. The O'Cannabis Conference and Expo returns to Toronto June 1st through the 3rd, and there are still good booth locations available. This exciting event is free for cannabis retailers and will feature Tommy Chung receiving a Lifetime Achievement Award at the O'Cannabis Industry Awards. For more information about exhibiting or to register to attend, go to ocannabis.com. That's O-C-A-N-N-A-B-I-Z.com. And ultimately, I mean, that, that's what I experience a lot in talking with um, talking with business owners all the time is a lot of the times they dive into this space because something led them there. Not that yes. they were not that they ne- were necessarily seeking out, but whether it was a family member or themselves. Uh, for me, for example, it was myself. And wow, I mean, the, the courage of your friend, too, because I mean, to post something like that, to share that with the world, because right. ultimately, you know, she sees it as like, hey, this helped me. Maybe it can help somebody else. Correct. But at the same time, depending on your social social circles, you know, you could be ostracized, right? Like right. certain circles. I don't all think of a sudden, anymore. I mean, this was we're going right. back. We're going back seven, eight years. But even still, you know, I, I mean, that, that's my, even seven, eight years though. That's yeah. that's still that was around the time when it was not nearly as accepted as it is now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've uh, yeah, I've encountered a lot of people that are just like completely shut down when you talk about it. Oh, Absolutely I do, not. I do events all the worst. time. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so bad, but that's, yeah. that's amazing. I mean, that just, that puts a smile on my face because like I said, that, that post probably not only helped you, I mean, it definitely helped you. Right. Right. Kind of 
enter the space, enter, uh, open your mind, right, to the possibilities Correct. of cannabinoids. But my guess is it probably also helped a host of other people too. Definitely, so, definitely, definitely. And yeah. it's 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 interesting because around that time there was a there was a long period of time where I was silent, where hmm. I I didn't say anything, didn't say anything, didn't, right, and right. then it it took there was. I don't even remember. It wasn't like a specific date. It was more like I figured that all these people that I just wanted to get it out there. So I said, you know, I don't know why I'm being so silent about it. Like I'm a highly motivated person. I am not what the, you know, typical stereotype of say a stoner would be. Um, we can start to change that message and change that movement. And I, I kind of, once I opened up about it, like I said, there was, or I've said this in the past, but a host of people approached me. As far as like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, you can use it for this. Or you could use it for that. Um, you know, can you help me with this? So yeah, that is just amazing. Um, I'm yeah. excited to it's hear been, all of that. Yeah, it's been a great journey. And, you know, for my wife at the home, she now sadly lives in a home. And uh, I, I made, created our gummies so that she would get her daily dose. And so uh, she gets 50 milligrams. Actually, she gets close to 60 milligrams of CBD in the morning and 60 in the uh, early evening. And they beg me when she's out of stock, you know, there, she, it is such a difference in her behavior. And I, I really wish there were more studies where we could uh, show what a difference CBD makes for, for people that have neurodegenerative diseases. Um, right. You know, just the anxiety that they have that they can't communicate and you know, the ways that it helps. I, um, I was just on a, a long deep dive conversation with uh, Dr. Babone and he was talking specifically about a study that he was involved with related to mm -hmm. um, how cannabinoids CBD specifically can affect Alzheimer's. So oh, good. it was, yeah, they were, it was very, very positive um, as far as the results they're seeing. So mm -hmm. definitely something that I need to share with you and get you in touch that with would Dr. Be great. Babone. That yeah. would be amazing. Um, so yeah, we try to, we try to study real quick. We tried right. a two week um, CBG gummies and she's not as active on CBG. It still has CBD in it, but the CBG didn't have the desired effect that I thought it would. So I was thought that was amazing. Was the study something personal or was it like an actual? Oh, yes, totally. Yeah. Okay. No, I Cause, just, I, yeah. cause that was going to be my question. I was like, I was, I was wondering, cause remember some of these studies, right? You have double blind right. and you're going to have placebo. So right. I'm like wondering if, if she had gotten the placebo. Um, no, I gave her two weeks worth of CBG and okay. CBG gummies that had CBD in it. It was a half dose of CBD with, um, uh, it's like 20 milligrams of CBG with 10 milligrams of CBD uh, per gummy. And she just was not as animated and chat, uh, chatty mm -hmm. on those as she is on the C uh, straight CBD. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, yeah. everybody talks a lot about the entourage effect uh, right. and the fact that the, the cannabinoids work in tandem with the terpenoids and, and mm -hmm. all of the above. So, um, distilling it down, distilling some of these products down to one specific cannabinoid could potentially right. have much less efficacy than if it just had a little bit of THC in it or something. Right. Like that. Right. You know, obviously tons of studies need to need to be done and, and they're in the works. So yes. it's only a matter of times within, within 10 years from, from this day, there will be 
a host of studies that help to kind of shine light on how it's actually affecting um, the mind, the body, and all of the above. Yeah, I hope so. Now, one of the benefits of, of going last on the hemp show is that we don't really have a specific time constraint. So we're already well over our time. Oh, my goodness. Um, but I, and one of the things we didn't talk about was the products. Oh, yes. So ultimately, ultimately, before we jump off here, I want to hear about the, uh, the, the Sugar Bottom Hemp products. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so we do a full line of tinctures. Um, where are they on the camera? Oh, you've got there them with go. you. See, yeah, I also, so I have some I also didn't, well, I didn't expect you to have them with you too, because we've been, we've been, you've been out on the farm this entire time. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's funny because I'm doing a pop-up sales event. And so I have all my, most of my inventory there, my labeled inventory. Okay. And so I have things here in storage. And um, so we do um, three different levels on our tinctures. We're changing, um, what is getting ex extracted this year will be uh, CO2. What we extracted last year uh, was ethanol. Um, we post up all of our COAs online and our solvents are incredibly minuscule. Like our guys were awesome. They were really clean. They were really effective, but we're just changing it up to see if we get a different um, product and what that is um, between the two. So what we have uh, for sale right now are three different levels of tinctures, actually four. So we do a 250 milligram for pets that is bacon flavored, and then 500,000 and 1,500 that are these. And I have a whole bunch of them that are not labeled, so I can white label them for anyone. And then we do two different paint options. Uh, the first one is our salve. Our salve is, it may be tiny, but it is mighty. Um, that's an ounce with 500 milligrams of kind of like, like the name you laid out there. Tiny but mighty. <laughs> yes. Seriously. That, that should be considered one of the, one of the salves names, tiny, but mighty. <laughs> tiny, but mighty. I like, I can, I can do that. What's really awesome about this is that it has willow bark and arnica in it, as well as the 500 milligrams. And so it works on contact for pain, um, which is great. And then we do a 750 milligram roll on. And so I'm just showing you one without a label. So you can see how easy it is for us to white label for other people. And that's pretty good. And then we have uh, the pet treats. Again, I can uh, white label these for anyone. This label says 60, but we do 30 in a pack. Um, what makes our pet treats different is that they are 10 milligrams each of CBD uh, with tryptophan and uh, ginger and chamomile. And it really, uh, it works. They definitely are very effective. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have to get some to try out. One of my dogs is a psychopath. So. Oh, wow. Okay. I, can, I, have, a, uh, I have a Belgian Malamar. I can help you with that. And every, every Belgian Malinois is, is some level of psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes them really good. Is that it's for sledding, but as a sled dog. No, no, you're, right? you're thinking of a Malamu. Um, oh, okay. Malinois is, is the police dog style with the, oh, yes. with the, the black face. Yes, um, yes, yeah, yes, they're, yes, they're very yeah. handsome dogs. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. He's, well, that's what makes them good protection. Excellent. Um, what I, what I don't have up here are our uh, gummies and that's called a pate de fouille because they, uh, we don't, you know, we didn't buy the gummy machine yet. Uh, and I didn't want to farm it out. Uh, I couldn't really find anyone to farm it out in Pennsylvania. 
So I have a uh, chef, top pastry chef in Philadelphia who makes these for us. And essentially it's a jam square. It's um, 20, our label says 25 milligrams. It's really 28 milligrams of CBD in each one. And they, they really do the trick on sleeping. Um, I've yet to have somebody say that they didn't have a reaction. Like most people complain that they're almost too effective. Very Which cool. Is good. If you're interested in, if you're interested in getting linked up to a, on a larger scale volume producer that can help you out there, just let us know. I mean, we're, we're happy okay. to introduce yeah, I'm sure you. Have them. Yeah. No, no problem. You can find those within the network pretty quickly. Yeah. Awesome. Excellent. And then I'm in the final phases of putting together a live seltzer. So uh, kombucha and club soda with our CBD. Um, and those will be ready really by the end of June. You said yeah. kombucha and yes. so it's so a kombucha is just soda CBD. Yes. Okay. I have, I have a friend that will, that will blow his mind if, if, and when you get that product out. And I have no doubt that uh, he will want to talk to you specifically. So yes, definitely, definitely keep us in the loop when you get that product finished. I'd love to have you awesome. back on here. I mean, that sounds okay. amazing. Amazing. Sorry, my mouth started watering a little bit when you said all that, but uh, 100%, my friend's mind will be blown. You know, everybody's coming out with these regular seltzers and they have no flavor. And what we all love when we eat is flavor. And I didn't want to do a a soda that was laden with all the sugar. I wanted something that people are eating on, drinking on a daily basis for their health. And why not tie our two favorite things in together? And so, and I have... a amazing uh brand that's working with us she's one of the best brands in in the mid-atlantic I, i'm really psyched very cool yeah that so. the friend I'm, the friend i'm speaking of um, i'll shoot him mm-hmm. a text message right now this every time he comes over to my place or every time i'm talking to him he's got a kombucha and he brings over like two or three extras just in case that one yes so yeah and and he's obviously um uh heavily embedded in the in the cannabis world as well so i have nice. no doubt that he'll be excited <laughs> Awesome. Well, good, cool. good, good. I can't wait to send you some samples. Very cool. I definitely want those. So this was, this was excellent. Um, let's go, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up and then we're going to have to get you on the deep dive as well. That'd be awesome. Thank you so much. Appreciate the opportunity, Mark. Thank you. Excellent. If you're interested in connecting with Stephanie and Sugar Bottom Hemp, please add them to your network on CanTrade. You can also place orders and ask questions directly from the Sugar Bottom Hemp wholesale store, post in the webinar chat, also in the CanTrade feed and in the podcast and YouTube show notes. Thank you so much, Stephanie. And uh, you got to get your time. I think it's time to get out of that field now. <laughs> yeah, I got to get back to work. Cool, cool. All right. Have awesome. A great day. Thank you. you too. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your cannabis business podcast, The Talking Hedge, and newest member on PodCon X. So come on over and check out The Talking Hedge. We talk about business news, interviews, investments, events, all that stuff. So come nerd out with me over at The Talking Hedge. You can find me at thetalkinghedgepodcast.com or on all your favorite podcast platforms. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out.